This interview is made possible by my friends at Athens Screen Printing, HP Overhead Door Company, Speedy Tech Repair, Tinsley Law and Title, and Gibson Pharmacy. Their sponsorship allows me to provide free content to the community. Please say thank you by shopping these local businesses and by following each of their Facebook pages. Hello friends, this is Michael from Hannigan Media and I am in the office of Athens head football coach, Zach Harrell. How are you doing today, coach? Doing good, Michael. I appreciate you. I have the best job in the world. Like Every week I get to go in and talk to um, all the people everybody else would like to go in and talk to. Oh, yeah. I want to thank you for letting me come in all season long. This is the second season in a row. Thank you very much. I yeah. love this time. Uh, and... I got to say, last week, I know you're coming off a loss, and, and that stings, but considering the quality of your opponent and how injured you are, I thought you guys played a gutty, gutty performance. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you, Michael, and I, that's funny. I told the we I meet with my coaches every Sunday uh, when we have our meetings, and that that was, uh, you know, my first line here on my notes was, this week was probably the most proud I've been of our team since I've been here. Uh, and, you know, and I also say it's probably the best we have played uh, as a team since I've been here. And so I was extremely proud of our kids and our coaches. Uh, and all week we told them that, hey, nobody outside of this room is really going to believe that you have a chance to win this game. But if you believe and you go to work every day, uh, then we, we 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 believe we do have a chance to win. And, and our kids did that, and we, we did give ourselves a chance to win that football game. Uh, now we didn't get it done, and that's where we have to get as a program, to where we get over that hump and we we win those games that we're in. But we've proven that we can play uh, with the best of the best uh, in this district. And so I was really proud of our kids. And, uh, you know, again, we don't, like you said, we, there was a lot of adversity, uh, you know, first game without Nathan Sims, who means so much to this program and, and a lot of, a lot of teams, a lot of programs would have laid down and not, not given the effort and the performance that we gave on Friday night. So again, I, I could not be more proud of our kids, of this program and of our coaches. Uh, and we, we got another big one this week and we got to continue to get better. And that's why I told them after the game Friday. You know, don't don't be okay with losing, and I, I want you to be disappointed, and I want you to be hurt because I am too. But there's no doubt uh, that Friday night we were a better team uh, than we've been all year, uh, and and that's our goal every week is to be better and continuing to get better. And the future is still bright for Athens Hornet football this year and beyond, and and our guys are buying into that. So I, I couldn't be more proud of our kids. So in case anybody just saw a score against Lindell last week or whatever. To me, it was a two-play game. There two plays turned the tide, one in the first half, one in the second half. In the first half, the long touchdown pass that bounced around, lucked into – like, hey, look, Lady Luck smiles equally on everybody. Right. However, um, that was a long bomb that had no chance – in fact, I thought it was going to be picked. Right. Had no chance of connecting that turns into a touchdown – and then in the second half, um, looks like you guys are going to go in to go up two scores, and they end up with a 92-yard interception return. Um, those two plays change the game and are the difference in a game that, like you said, 
most people didn't even think you were even going to be, you shouldn't have even been on the field. Right. Um, so to, you don't get that kind of a, you don't get that kind of a performance from your football team without, um, yes, the coaches and all, but you don't get that kind of performance without leadership in the locker room. Right. Can you talk a little bit about some of the guys who are stepping up, not always on the field, but yeah. in practice, in the locker room, keeping this team together? Yeah, uh, and you're right. Before, before I directly answer your question, I'm, I'm I'll, let me expand on something you said. Uh, I, I totally agree with you on those two plays, uh, and that's you know that that those are the two everybody sees. Uh, and and but we told our kids we tried to really focus on Monday. Hey, the difference in these games, uh, and that's you know top, the pick six was a huge play and it hurt us. And but what I, what I tried to explain to the team like, hey, everybody sees that, and so everybody you know wants to blame our quarterback and get on tie and so but I, I showed them about five or six different plays uh that tie just made that should have been uh bad plays that tie just turned into good plays uh and i said hey it's about being consistent and there were about seven or eight other plays that if we make one block uh it's a touchdown versus a two-yard game. Uh, and so you never know what play in the game will swing it. And, and you're right, those two plays were huge. And also, I would say the third play that kind of turned the tide is the touchdown that got called back in the fourth quarter. Oh, yeah, that yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They cut it to 28-23 on a, on a holding call that you could call every down in the game that they decided to call there. Uh, but that, that that's part of it. That's part of this game. Uh, but to answer your question back about the – Leadership, and you're right. It, it doesn't happen, uh, especially with where we, we were at on Friday, uh, with first game without Nathan and being a heavy underdog. Uh, but Connor Clay uh, is really the guy that I would say this week or last week that just took charge of that locker room and before the game uh, was, you know, really vocal and and really telling them, and he, he told them in pregame, hey, I don't care what the store, score is, we're going to leave it all out on the field, and we're going to, we're going to, every snap, we're going to just sell out and leave it uh, and play with every, everything in us uh, to compete. And so he, I, I couldn't give him enough credit uh, last week for leading the team, and he, he did a great job, and he's, he, is, he also shows it with his plays, been a good, Big-time player for us all year long. All right. So, right now, four and three. Get three big games to end this, the end the regular season here. Yes. It's going to start off. you got to put a run together. We're going to start off on the road Friday in Palestine. Tell us about Palestine, Coach. Uh, they're a really good football team. Uh, they are they're 3-1 and one in district. They lost, they're only losses to Kilgore. Uh, they are very physical. Uh, they are, a, they play old school smash mouth football on both sides of the football. Uh, on offense, they're a wing T offense. They run 93 percent of the time. Uh, they have very talented running backs. Their offensive line is really good. Uh, number 52 is their, you know, they flip their own line like most wing T teams do. 52 is their best offensive line, and they want to run behind him. Uh, and then on defense, they they play a 
three, four, uh, but they're, they have seven men in the box most of the time. They want to make you throw the football. They make it really hard to run the football. Uh, and, again, their defensive line, I would say, is their strength, 52s. Same guys, their best offense line is their nose, uh, and he is really, really good, really physical, uh, makes it tough uh, on the offensive line. They also have their other defensive ends are also very good football players, number 99, uh, number 60. And they, they roll they roll about five or six guys on that defensive line because uh, a lot of those guys are playing offense. 99s are tied in as well. Uh, so they're – their lines are their strengths, and they are, like I said, just old-school, physical, tough uh, football, and they're very well coached. Coach Angel uh, has won everywhere he's been, uh, and when he's when he's been at Palestine, Palestine's been really good, and there's there's no exception this year. So, again, it presents a great challenge for us, and that's, that's the deal in this district. Every week, you know, you could say it, it kind of sounds like a broken record, but it's true. Everybody in this district is – really good uh and so every week is going to take our best effort uh to have a chance to win and that's what's going to take this week okay so let's let's take this one at a time and i want to start with you on offense and them on defense going against a three four one of the things that's really um kind of a big part of a three four defense is blitzing linebackers uh, and bringing an extra rusher, bring a, 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 a free linebacker. Is that something that you see them doing? And is that something you see that your offensive line is going to have to really work at to make sure they're picking things up? Yeah, they they will bring those inside linebackers at times. Uh, they, they don't just bring them a ton. They really bring those outside backers more off the edge uh those are the guys they like to bring the most uh but i think steelers I yeah think pittsburgh steelers yeah that that's what i think too when i think of the three the three four and that's that's what they do and they they don't vary from what they do uh that that's one thing good for our guys is is we know where they're going to be and so hopefully we can execute now it's easy it's easy on on the board to draw blocking them but but those guys that we're blocking on Friday night are a lot harder to block than the X's that I'm drawing, the O's, X's and O's I'm drawing on the board. Sure. Uh, so okay. our guys know where they're going to be, but it's you, you can't simulate uh, a team like Palestine in, in practice. Uh, but I I think it's going to be a good challenge to see how our offensive line responds. And, you know, we unfortunately, we, we Angel Garcia, our center, Sustained a knee injury last week. He's out this week, and so we're going to have to have some guys step up. The one up. guy who started the year that had any experience. That's right. That's right. So, uh, you know, it's another no, another great chance for us to respond to some adversity, and that's what we've talked about all year. Right? We, we can't control uh, some of the things that have happened to us, but we can't control how we respond. Uh, and so uh, I know our guys will respond in the right way because we have all year. That's one of those things we rather have to look at uh, going back to last week in the second half. One of the things that Lindale did defensively that I think caused some problems is they started bringing their linebackers more, yeah. and it really caused some issues. Yeah, it did. And, and, you know, what what they were doing, they did a good job, is they were – they, they were timing our snap, and so we we've really we got to do a better job of varying our snap because uh, they were a hundred percent timing it. Yeah. And when when they when they time it like they were like with the 
that there's no way you can. I don't care who you uh, are. So we, yeah. but again, that that that's on me, and that's on that's on us as coaches. Uh, that it's not on our kids. We got to do a better job varying our snap count so they can't time it like that. We will. We're gonna get that fixed. Yeah, I I have to give them credit. Their outside linebacker had it timed up yeah. where he had a four yard head start oh, yeah. run. When he was hitting the the line of scrimmage at the snap, I mean your your tackles have no chance at no. that point. Um, okay, so that's what we're looking at uh, when you're on offense, they're on defense. Um, so that's going to be that's going to be important. I by the way, I thought that your running backs. We talk all the time about. Um, you know, the, the last week was the first game without Nathan. Um, I, I thought your running game actually was pretty good last week. I, I was really impressed, and I thought you, Corey Roberts did a nice job. Yeah, uh, Coop did do a good job. He ran the ball hard, uh, made some good runs, made some guys miss. Uh, we, you know, not only are we without Nate, we're also without uh, Zay Hull. Uh, right. So you know, who really coming in the year were uh, one and. One and two, we were playing Coop a little more on defense. Uh, Coop was our third, kind of third running back, and uh, but he he's done a great job of taking stepping in that lead role. And uh, Ty Ty ran the ball well the other mm-hmm. night at times yeah. as well. So we we do have to find some run game, uh, even though they make it difficult. Uh, we, we we do got to find some run game and find some ways to move the ball running the football. Ty did a really nice job passing the ball last week. I'm All sure right. that's going to be this week, too. He seems to have – he had a real nice connection with both Duff and Lowe, I think. Yeah, you know, uh, all, Duff had nine receptions uh, last week, and really ten if the touchdown doesn't get called back. Uh, it said Lowe had eight receptions, and then Dre Thompson had seven. Yeah. Uh, so we had three guys at seven, eight, nine, uh, which is – you know, pretty good. We threw the ball forty times, and we we're twenty nine of forty, uh, which is uh, good that's amazing. That's percentage. outstanding. And that's, again, that's that's the best we've looked on the football, and so that 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 speaks to Ty's maturity in this offense. Uh, he's came a long ways uh, from the beginning of the year. So yeah, so I think we look for a little bit of that this week. Now let's look flip flip the script um, with them on offense, you on defense, like you said. They run a wing tee. That's a offense that should be very familiar to uh, Athens Hornet fans. Yeah, uh, it's a it's the offense you saw for several years before uh, coach took over last year. Um, your defensive line, one of the um, one of the strategies, one of the the thoughts going into the season was you wanted to get a little quicker on the defensive line, which means some guys who weren't quite as big. So, is this a power versus speed kind of thing this week? Oh, kind of. Uh, you know, we, we've had some kids. Uh, we, we've played at the defensive tackle position uh, five different kids, uh, and we've rotated them, and, and we got them all five back healthy uh, now. Now, we haven't had them all five every week. Uh, we, had, we were down to really – Two at one point, uh, but we're back. We're back. So we're back. Hunter's back. Yeah, uh, Hunter played last week. Uh, it was the first week back, yeah. and, and we kind of worked him back into it. Uh, and so we got five kids back there, and, and some of those of that rotation, they're all playing, and some of them uh, pose, you know, kind of different. You know, Manuel Blanca has started there all year, and he's 
he's more of a you know traditional defensive tackle, big, strong, physical kid, and so it kind of just depends on who's in. But yeah, they they are definitely a power football team, and so we we got our defense tackles got to do a great job of doing their job, and you know a lot of times their job is not to you know shoot gaps and make tackles. A lot of times it's to you know coach big on our defense coordinator always calls, hey, we got to shock shock the guards uh and especially with how much they pull you know shock those guys so they can't pull up to the linebackers uh so it, you know when you're playing an offense like the wing t is so important for every person to do their job uh because if you're not if you're not doing your job well you're freeing up their offensive lineman or their tight end to get up to the next level, uh, and that exposes the next player. Uh, and so, you know, it's very important that everybody does their job. And, and a lot of times, like I said, that job's not going to be for certain guys making 10 tackles. It's going you, you might, you might make one tackle or have zero tackles, but played an excellent game because you did exactly what you were supposed to do. And one of the keys, I think, and, and I always think this, but uh, one of the keys to stopping that particular offense is you got to put a lock on that fullback. Yeah. And that dive play. Yeah, you got to read your keys, and you can't you can't get caught. And we talked about this a couple weeks ago, but like the linebackers and the secondary kids, they can't get caught with their eyes away from their keys because uh, if they do, you know, there's a lot of things moving uh, in that backfield. Uh, there's a lot of moving pieces. And so if you get caught with your eyes away from your keys, uh, then it's going to lead to them exposing you with some uh, misdirection and some, you know, play action pass and that type of stuff. And like you said, 93% of the time they're going to run the ball. We talked about on the defensive side, that 3-4, I always think Pittsburgh. On the offensive side with that offense, I always think Army. Yeah, yeah. It's it's the Army offense is what you're talking about. Um, All right. And so Friday night, we're going to be in Palestine. We're going to be on the road. Uh, Ticket sales, same thing this time around, Coach? Um, Yes, sir. Same thing. They've been on sale uh, to the parents Monday and Tuesday of the participants. And then today, uh, they're on sale online right now. They, uh, Miss Dorothy Bundy will be in the athletic office at 10 a.m. today, 10 a.m. to 7. Uh, and then tomorrow, 8 to 5. Uh, and then they'll be online up until, up until they run out. Uh, so we're on the road. Uh, so we have 700 tickets to sell on road games. And so they'll be available until they sell out. Uh, before we get out of here, what are your keys to the game this time around? You know, number one uh, is our, our word of the week first is grit. Uh, and we, Good word. We explained to them what grit means, and I think it fits where we're at right now. Uh, you know, and I, I just read them the definition. Courage and resolve, strength of character. Uh, and what grit means to me is, hey, sticking with the plan and believing and being tough when most people want it. Uh, grit isn't something that, that is easy. Uh, most people, human nature tells us not to have grit, uh, tells us to give in when things get hard. Uh, and grit is sticking, keeping believe, keeping believing, I messed that up, uh, is continuing to believe in a purpose 
again when most people want it, when most people would quit. Uh, and so that that's I came that fits us right now, and that fits that going into this week. Uh, what we have to have, uh, and so now the keys to victory is we, you know, number one. When you play a team like this, we have to attempt to outmatch their physicality because uh, we know they're going to be physical. We know it's going to be a tough, grinded out football game, and so we have to be as we have to respond to them uh, and not just be the takers uh, of them being physical. We got to outmatch it. Uh, and then number two, we got to beat we got to beat man coverage, and we we have to make some plays in the passing game because uh, they dare you. They're, that that's how you have to beat them. Uh, we got to wrap up and tackle. You know, I, I thought against Lindell early on, I thought we did a good job. I thought we got in the second half, uh, and and that's when they kind of started moving the ball a little bit better is when we missed some tackles. Uh, so especially against a team that runs the football like they do, we have to tackle well and wrap up. And then we challenge them. Number four, we got to finish drives. Uh, you know, against Lindell, we were inside the 30-yard line five times. Uh, with zero points. Uh, we were inside the 12 twice uh, with zero points. And so we're moving the ball, and it gets Henderson too. We moved the ball, but we have to finish. So we get, we got to finish drives, and we can't, we can't uh, bust when we get inside the red zone. Uh, and then five, we, we try to have a special teams go every week, and we challenge them to make another game-changing play. That was also our goal last week. And we did with the fake punt with a huge momentum play the first the first drive. Uh, and so we got to make another game-changing play in special teams. All right, Coach. Friday night in Palestine. Guys, Hornets need you up. Coming in and cheering. Cheer them on uh, for the stretch run down the regular season. Coach, thank you for letting us in. And we will see you Friday night. Thanks, Michael. I appreciate you.